Welcome to the Off The Crutch Podcast, your home for disability-related topics from a disabled perspective. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Off The Crutch. Today on the podcast, I have Kristen Beal. Kristen lives in Virginia and is a writer and the creator of the Date Me series, which premieres today. When I first talked to Kristen, I was inspired by her outlook on life and the creative journey her adversity took her on. Take a listen to how Kristen's story of acquiring her disability led her to write multiple books, including the Date Me comic book, which turned into a TV show. I hope you enjoy our conversation. So today on the podcast, I have Kristen Beal, author and creator of the Date Me series. How are you doing today, Kristen? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Awesome. I'm so excited that you're on this podcast today, and I want to learn so much about uh, the Date Me series. So my first question, how did the Date Me series come about? I'm glad you asked. This is quite a story. So I published my first book called Greater Things in 2017. It came out in March 2017. I quit my job um, in April um, I'm sorry, in February. So a month before the book even came out, kind of hoping, you know, I hope this works out because I don't want to be a mortgage banker. I just want to be an author. I want to make it. Um, so I quit my job. Greater Things came out. It was a great success. That book is about the weekend before I'm in a, I'm paralyzed. Um, it was about the weekend before my accident. Um, I was in a jet ski accident. I went to Lake Gaston with three of my friends and um, we were on two, we split up onto two jet skis. And the driver of the other jet ski, a boy I had a very big crush on, wasn't paying attention. And he rode up and hit into my, like, he he hit my jet ski and landed on top of us and paralyzed me, knocked me off the side. And the guy that was riding in front of me fell forward and died on impact. So, big tragic story. Um, greater things is me finishing you know, high school with my world completely flipped upside down, going to college being told I'm not going to live, I'm not going to talk or swallow or breathe or all that stuff. Um, and kind of proving that wrong and traveling in the country for, um, for gyms to work out at gyms, namely California and going to Dominican Republic for stem cell surgery three times. And just my whole journey through that while all try- also trying to fit in with my peers and, you know, go on dates with boys and do all the normal things and be a normal person, but also live this, you know, separate, very intense, very adult-like life at the age of 14. So I published that book, Greater Things, um, came out in March, and that was a great success. And it cruised me for a while without a job and that being my sole income. But then after three or four months, I said, I don't want to go back to work. I want to stay out of work. What can I do to keep up my income and not have to go back into the office? And the answer was write another book. So I said, what do I do a lot of, I know a lot about that I can write a book about. And the answer was go on bad first dates. So that this is where Date Me was born. I um, downloaded Bumble, a Bumble app, kind of like Tinder, but a little bit better, um, a dating app. And I went on, I was going on 32 dates in two and a half months, which looks like a lunch date, a dinner date, same date, like same day, different guy, all these first dates you know, four to five dates a week. Um, just like by the end of it, I had lost all desire or for, by the middle of it, I had lost all desire for a relationship. And I was just 
chase in the stories. Um, so, which was great because um, I was going on all these bad, bad first dates and I was coming home from the dates and making a comic about them. I'm sorry. It's a comic. Dame is a comic book, making a, changing their name, making a comic about them, you know, storing it away and not having to talk to them or go through that again, or, you know, really address. Like, it was kind of like my way of venting, but also sharing because all of these dates, 32 of them, um, all of them, but one, literally one were bad, either like too rude, too horny, too like forget your manners and forget you're talking to a woman. And like, you know, just, just dating is dating is already a very difficult thing. Um, I hesitate saying it's pretty terrible at times, but then for whatever reason, you throw in a wheelchair and then boys just like, in my experience, just like forget how to act. Um, so, which is great because the worse, the worse they are or the more rude they are, the better my comic is. So I would go home and I would make a comic out of it. Um, and I made it into this book called Davey. And there's also, um, there's also, oh, Oh, sorry. Um, there's also a bunch of stories of like the jokes people make, like the the typical jokes people make to people in wheelchairs, or like things that happen to me because I'm in a wheelchair. Paul making light of it because it is a comic book, um, but just like things of disability. So anyway, that's a very fun book. And then, as a side note, I published my last book, A Million Sons, um, in 2020 in March as well. Um, but back to Davey. So. Dave is very fun. And I'm getting in the, after this book is being published, I'm getting like sometimes confronted by these guys of, you know, they're obviously recognizing their dates and like seeing that, um, seeing that they're in the book and some get, some of them bought the book and then, you know, just because they knew me and then saw themselves in there and I never heard from again, which is fine because everything is completely true and it's just like fun and, you know, whatever. I don't really care very much if, um, they feel bad about be being rude to me anyway. So I worked, so I, a, a publishing company approached me last year, the beginning of last year and said that, um, Tyler Darden, the, you know, owner of the publishing company, um, he approached me and he said that he wanted to turn date me into a TV show, which is a dream that I've never dared dream coming true. Um, so date me. And so finally it's being, um, produce and actually today on february 8th when this episode comes out it's going to be the date the release date so that's very cool um i'll tell you how to watch the first episode in a minute but um i'm so i'm working with Saltfire studios is the name of the studio and i i now work as a producer on there and i work with a producer uh well me david the cameraman and tyler the i'm sorry david the director and tyler the cameraman and Soulfire Studio is producing it. We have somebody coming from um, Los Angeles, playing Kristen. You know, I've taught her how to be in a wheelchair, and she's really great at it. I have a little bit of fencing, a little bit of like family and faith and fun and friends and all that stuff. Um, and then, of course, the dates. So I get to pick out these guys that I'm going on dates with, kind of like a dating app all over again, except I don't have to actually go on dates with them. Um, which is kind of fun because I'm watching the audition videos and I get to pick who my character goes on dates with. Um, so that first episode is coming out on YouTube today on February 8th. And it can be, I'm answering all your questions before you ask them. It can be found on, <laughs> um, on our Facebook page, which is um, 
date me series i'll slow down and let you talk but i'm very excited as you can tell <laughs> well that is all the time we have for this episode uh, go out and watch the date me series no, i'm just kidding wow you said so much and that is amazing amazing so let me go back a little bit to the books so the second and third book are they related to you at all? Are they fiction? Do they have anything related to disability in them? Tell me a little bit, just synopsis of it. Yeah. So you're talking about greater things and a million sons, correct? Yes, correct. Okay. Um, those are both word books, not comic books. All of my books are nonfiction. They're all related to me. Greater things takes you the weekend before I get in my accident where I meet this boy I have a really big crush on the next weekend. He hits me with a jet ski um, takes you all that was in 2005 all the way till 2014 so by that time I had graduated high school and college and traveled the world for um, stem cells and uh, workouts and tried all these different sports um, and done my first marathon and then then it kind of drops you off and date me fills in a little gap of what is she doing now she's going on all these <laughs> for all these bad dates and then million sons picks up um, more or less where date me slash greater things ends so um it's the whole theme of um, million sons is finding my passion because i was when i before i got hurt i was a lacrosse field hockey and competition cheerleader and i was very active and i you know lost all that um i lost the ability to do most of that to be very active or so i thought and then i discovered adaptive sports um so I'm kind of searching for my passion in sports and searching for my passion and hobbies. Like I did some modeling and I, you know, dipped my toes into a bunch of different um, puddles. And then, you know, the, the kind of the, the ending of date me found in a million sons is that I, so I find my, I'm sorry, I find my passion in wheelchair fencing and hand cycling where at this point I've done nine marathons and I've competed nationally um, for wheelchair fencing three times um, with more in my future. And then I met, met my fiance, my now fiance, we're getting married in April. Um, so I guess I could call him like my passion, finding my passion. Um, I met my fiance at church um, last April. So that's, so that I kind of just ruined this book, but it's okay. It's still good. It's still a good one. Um, Million Sons is like finding my passion back and what I found and kind of my journey to find it and trying all the things to get there. But it's, it's like that, but my personality is like a humorous take on it because I'm kind of, you know, not like other girls. I'm just kidding, but I'm kind of, I have a, I feel like <laughs> I have a unique um, perspective on, the world, not only because I'm in a wheelchair for able-bodied people, but in my, in my community of disability and disabled people, I feel like um, my perspective is unique because I've kind of always tried to put distance between myself and my disability, but also embracing my disability enough to like enjoy my life and, you know, be able to be independent. So it's kind of a a funny um, juggle, but it's just, it's a great book. And they're, they're all just good books. Um, and those, by the way, can be found on kristenbeal.com, but we'll get to that too. Is your fiance anywhere in the Date Me series or did you ever turn him because you mentioned all the dates that you went on? 
did you ever turn your story with your fiance into a, a comic? Um, good question. So he, I did not meet him on the date me, um, the date me, I call it research period. I met him about a year after that book came out and I did not meet him on a dating app. And I met also on top of all that, I met the only guy I think left. I mean, not the only, but one of the few guys left in the world who has never tried a dating app. Um, he told me that I'm like, what? Cause at that point, like my life, not my life is not dating apps, but so much of my time is brought up by dating apps. Cause I was doing this date me research and I was under the impression of, how else am I going to meet a man if it's not on a dating app because I'm an adult and, you know, what do you do as an adult except go to work and come home? Um, you know, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but, but, um, but so he, he never even used a dating app and I didn't meet him on a dating app. And um, people have said, you should do a follow-up to date me, like marry me um, of your, of comics with Chris. And I'm like, I think nobody would be interested except for me and Chris. <laughs> um, so maybe, but I do do, he is, he does, he does have his own look, um, in comics, like his own character that you see, you see what he looks like and you say, Oh, that's definitely Chris. Um, I do a weekly comic, um, just like something can happen. Something's on my mind, just like a funny thing. Um, it's always six, six blocks. It's, my um, Instagram is greater things comics where it comes out or on my website, kristenbeal.com. You can sign up for the comics on your inbox on Monday. So he, he has made appearances in my comics, but I have never, I haven't done like a um, story of us kind of comic just sure. mostly because I feel like nobody would care, but me and Chris, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe I'm wrong and it'd be fun to do. Well, I have a couple of questions about your dating experience. So you intentionally, went on all these dates knowing did you know that they were going to be bad or you just were like i don't care i'm just going on these dates for the research um well in the beginning i was very much um driven by maybe i'll meet a guy to date and like you know the real reason that people like the people that do dating apps of like i mean i want to like i want a relationship and then um and then probably about halfway through. So we're going to call it 15, 15 dates in 15 dates in that's an estimate. Um, I said, all these dates are bad. Like I I'm, I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting like my emotions and my excitement and all that stuff on these dates. So how can I turn this into something mm. that I have fun doing? And so I just started drawing, like um, making a comic out of the dates just for me. And then I had a whole stack of, comic uh, comics of the date i'm like all right let's just turn this into a book um so i was i was never going into the date like i'm gonna provoke him to be terrible to me because i don't really want no matter book or not i don't really want to be um treated terribly like i don't really ever want a situation that's bad um so i went into all the dates you know hoping for the best but um but kind of expecting Mm -hmm. um what i was what i had been getting which was not the best not the worst but not the best to follow up with that did you ever meet a guy in a wheelchair and at any point during this time period were you ever seeking out dating somebody in a wheelchair um so i never during the during the dating research um i never all those dates i never i never even encountered anyone on a wheelchair. I know a couple people um, 
a couple guys my age just from like sports teams that are in wheelchairs, but um, I've never been on a date with them except for one of them. My first, so my first relationship when I was in college after being in a wheelchair um, was with a guy who I met on a snow trip. Um, we were we actually met in Colorado, but we both lived in Richmond. Um, he's in a wheelchair and we dated for four months and four days. I remember because it was a hard breakup because it was my first um, my first relationship as a real adult and as someone in a wheelchair. Whereas previously I w- I thought, you know, I'm in a wheelchair. Maybe once I learn to walk again one day, I'll get a boyfriend because, you know, before that I'm just not appealing and I'm not something that boys would want that was like the pits of my self-confidence and then I started dating and getting out there and like putting myself out there and I saw that's very very not true so if anyone thinks that you're wrong um but that was that relationship in the end we're just we were just not um he's a great guy we just weren't good for each other um we're not each other's kind of person um so that didn't work out but it was a but it was a interesting um as you can imagine probably interesting with problem solving kind of relationship because two wheelchairs it's like you know there's a lot of problem solving mm-hmm. anyway for yeah, a, for yeah, exactly. a wheelchair when you have two it's like what the heck do we do um like <laughs> getting around i don't know getting around and stuff is um tricky but i mean it was great and it was fine but i didn't i never went on any of the casual dates not for any reason not not casual dates but the date me dates not for any reason other than I just didn't see any option. Like I didn't, I didn't meet, I didn't talk to any guys in wheelchairs. I didn't have the opportunity to during that, but I definitely would if, if I had the option. Well, can you tell us a little bit more about your process writing the books? How long did it take you to write your first book? Ooh, first book. Um, So I started writing in 2006 when I got back to school after my accident, because I was like, I had creative writing class. You can't really do that bad about it. I heard the teacher wasn't like the greatest in terms of like, he was kind of easy. So I took a creative writing class, had no writing experience. Um, And then I realized in the writing class, this was 2006, in the creative writing class that it's kind of fun. I'm kind of good at it. I have all these experiences that are brand new. And so writing was a good outlet for me. However cliche that sounds, it was a good outlet. So I took from 2006 until about 2016. I wrote um, 32, I had 32 total stories and I published them all into, I self-published them all into a little book that I gave to my parents and my grandparents and my sister for Christmas, just like Merry Christmas. I've been doing this. You haven't known, but Mm. here's all my stuff, you know, great present. Um, And then I did that. And so that was 10 years, which is crazy 10 years. Um, and then I did that and I just fell in love with the process of making the self, the self-published book. And so I started pursuing, you know, actually turning it into a book that can be in the bookstores and getting a publisher and, you know, a literary agent, which I ended up deciding not to get, but a publisher. Um, and then, so that was, that's how greater things 2017, um, that came out in 2017, so about 10 years, but I didn't, I didn't really decide to make it a book until um, like the last year and a half. Um, date me took two and a half months, um, two and a half months to go on all the dates. So it took me about three months to, to write, which is crazy, but it's a comic book and it's very fun. And I'm not saying that I did it 
quick or easy because I didn't, but I just love drawing so much that I worked hard at it. And, you know, I had a fun time getting the, getting the stories for it. So about three months. Um, and then a million sons took about a year and a half, two years. Um, because again, I was like, I don't know if anyone wants to hear my stories. I don't know if this is worth putting out all that self-consciousness that I think all writers go through. Um, and then I just said, what the heck? And then I realized once I had it out in a book and once I gave it to my publisher and said, are you interested? I realized that it's a good product and it's a untold perspective. Um, unseen. I said, I call, I called an article I was writing yesterday. I called the disabled community, like an uh, unseen community, just like unheard, misunderstood. Um, so it's cool to be able to share my perspective, share a perspective that is, you know, people don't think about in, unless you know someone or you know, yeah, unless you know someone who is in a wheelchair or disabled or handicapped in any way, then it's hard to consider that or find that perspective as an able-bodied person. So I'm so happy to, with my books, share that perspective, but also be able to share it in a way that's like, you know, some things really suck and there are some things that I can't do and that I don't have. And there are some differences between me and the able-bodied person, but like, despite all that, life is so much fun and it's so if you try, it's, it is easy to find happiness. It's just like, you just have to put effort into it. And like, there are so many opportunities for me as someone in a wheelchair, um, you know, also with the able people, cause it's, it's kind of like people look at us and say, Oh, you know, I've never heard anyone say this, but I look at us and say, Oh, poor girl. Like here's like focusing all the stuff we can do run, jump, play normal sports or, you know, or walk. Um, but um, it's cool to be able to shed a light of positivity on an otherwise negative situation. I am talking your ear off. I'm done. I'm I love it. I love it. This is why I do what I do, just to, to listen to these wonderful stories. And, you know, I know whoever's listening right now is getting a lot of value, especially anyone who has a disability that might be struggling and looking for just some wisdom and some pieces of encouragement, which I think you've totally provided today. Um, I'll end with this. Do you have any advice to anybody with a disability who is looking to date? Since you've been on so many dates, you've put it into a book, you have a web series right now. What is your advice that you could share to somebody who's looking to date on the nap? Let's, let's do that. Yeah. Because you mentioned okay. Bumble and I know that there's OkCupid, there's Match, eHarmony, Tinder, all that. So what would be maybe um, a little one or two things that you would um, say? Okay. So this advice is coming out of um, a mini experiment that I did. Um, so my, my thought was if I don't put my, well, I accidentally, not intentionally didn't put my disability in my wheelchair or anything in my profile picture. And then I'm going on these dates and I'm seeing these guys are like the whole first date we're talking about my disability and like what happened and just we're focusing very much on disability as opposed to focusing on me and him and our connection. And like, is this something we're into or, you know, is this, you know, like it, like a real date. Um, and so 
after a couple of dates, I took a step back and I said, why are my dates going so badly? And why, um, why is it like consumed by my disability? This isn't fun. I'm not having fun dating. So I looked at my prof- my profile and I saw that they aren't learning that I'm in a wheelchair until I show up to the date, which to me, you know, being in a wheelchair is not a big deal. It's just like, a, like, I'm just sitting down. It's not, it's not that big of a deal that I have to like disclose. That's what I thought, but apparently it is. So my advice. So then I tried, then I took another approach and I made sure that my wheelchair is in my profile picture. And so people, it's not a surprise and people can get their rude comments and their questions or whatever they want to get out on the app. And then I can either say, all right, you're worth, you know, going out with, or I want I don't want to waste my time. So my advice getting to my advice is make, be really open. People are, people are very curious and a lot of people don't have experience with disability. So be very open to questions because you're going to get them and try to be very open to telling your story and kind of helping people, helping people to interact with you. Don't get, um, I don't know. People don't really know. People don't really know how to act. Um, so don't get impatient. And um, if they're willing to learn about your disability and learn how to interact with you and, you know, help you in a way that you need to be helped, not just assuming that you need help, but um, then that, that means that the person cares enough to do that. And that is something that I learned is kind of rare too. So just be patient with people. Um, And then for my experiment, I learned um, don't, don't keep your, don't keep your disability a secret, put it up front. So you can just weed out the people. I mean, the, I mean, boys in my case, the boys who just have no interest in dating someone who is in a wheelchair for whatever reason, it's so silly to me, but that's, it's obvious. I mean, it's apparently a thing. Um, be upfront, be open, be honest, be willing to answer questions. People are very nice. Um, as a whole, a lot of them aren't, but as a whole, they're very nice and they're willing to listen. They're willing to learn. Wonderful. That is great advice. You want to plug your website and your social media handles one more time before we uh, sign off? Yes, I do. Thank you. So my website is kristenbeal.com. Kristen with an I, Beal with an E. Um, my, um, uh, my, I'm sorry, Instagram, my comic Instagram, which is the fun one, is Greater Things Comics. Um, and then my regular, just my personal Instagram, if you just want to follow the fun, is Kristen underscore Beal. Um, Date Me is coming out today, February 8th. So if you follow the uh, Facebook page is Date Me Series and the Instagram page is dateme.show. You can follow that to get the links for the first episode. Check it out. If you want to support us, you can support us. We're definitely accepting that. Um, But at the very least, check it out. Tell your friends. um, Have a little viewing party or not. Just watch it. yourself, but um, spread the word if you can. Thank you so much. Thank you. I definitely will be watching and I will put all of this on the show notes and my social media handles. So thank you so much, Christian, for your time today. And I wish you much success with your show. Cool. Thank you.